gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See husqvarna.ie. Uh, Pori Corkin is on hand, a horticulturalist, a keen gardener, member of the Horkin Garden Centre family, to talk Christmas trees with us. Pori, good morning. Very good morning to you, Pat. Now, uh, buying the Christmas tree, uh, don't buy too early, you told us last week, otherwise it'll have dried out by the time the big day comes along. So, what else can you tell us? And don't buy it online either, Pat. I think the experience of going in to pick your own fresh Christmas tree, the family absolutely love it. And with the Toy Story on this Friday, we get huge demand for fresh Christmas trees from this week on. There, Generally, people look for um, fresh Irish trees, Irish-grown trees in particular, because we have a fantastic climate for growing them. But also, many of our customers look for trees that are non-shed. And the two I would advise are the noble fir, which is a lovely blue-green conifer with ideal layers that are easy to decorate, or the Nordman tree. Both of those are non-shed. They'll generally hold the needles for at least six weeks, maybe seven weeks. But the key thing, Pat, when you're selecting a tree, obviously pick a really fresh tree. It should be dark green in colour. It should be heavy when you lift it, heavy for the size of the tree. And when you're selecting it, look for something that has got good layers, that's easy to dress. Remember as well that it's important. You're, you're still, even though it's a cut tree, it's still a living plant. It's still absorbing moisture. So when you bring it home, place it in a cool position as possible. Turn off a radiator if it's close by and put it into a stand with fresh water. It needs about a pint of water and that should be changed every fortnight and that will help to keep it fresh and cut off about four or five centimetres of the stem pad right at the base similar to the way we treat fresh cut flowers mm-hmm. it's exactly the same procedure for fresh christmas trees but from literally today onwards you'll find them in your local garden centers they're all irish grown and if you select a noble fir or a nordman you won't be disappointed yeah. and, and then uh, there are bring centers after christmas uh, in yes. local authority areas where your tree will get recycled i mean where i am up Kalini hill they they take the trees in then they chip them and use them uh, to, uh, to 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 Re- cover recycle. mucky pathways yeah. You know. And they also use them around all the councils offer this facility. They'll bring back the tree, they'll chip it up, and they'll use it then amongst ornamental beds to keep down weeds. So it's repurposing the trees yeah. again. And of course, uh, that organic matter will rot back into the, yes. the land anyway. Now, loads of questions uh, for you, Porik. I hope it's a nice day wherever you are. Uh, but uh, for those who are going out to the garden, uh, some jobs that might be done. Uh, but first of all, a question about an apple tree. I want one for my dad as a present. He only has a small garden. Is it possible to grow apples in a pot on his patio from Bernard? The good news is it is. And, and here in Ireland, we've got a, a, a wonderful grower that grows a collection of apple trees called the Coronet family. And they come in a whole range of different varieties. But the one I would select is a, one called the family apple tree in the coronet range and basically pat you've got two different apple trees grafted onto the one tree that is a miniature it'll only grow about six or seven feet in height it'll produce about 30 apples 
uh, every year. And there'll be two different varieties of apples. For example, James Grieve mixed with Golden Delicious, and that will grow in the one pot. When I'm growing apples in pots, I like to plant some strawberries around the base of the top of the pot as well. So you've got apples and strawberries growing in the one pot. So look for that, the Coronet Apple Tree. Coronet Apple Tree. We moved into our new home in June. September, though, brought an alarming number of mushrooms in flower bed areas. The mushrooms were dark in colour with narrow, long tops, very close together and were everywhere. What can I do to get rid of them without damaging surrounding plants? We have a southwest-facing garden, so lots of sunlight. Great. Well, look, at at September time is the time for mushrooms. And where you see mushrooms growing in your garden, they're typically growing on decaying and dying matter. So they're growing on bits of roots of trees, often on leaf litter. And you're seeing the, the, the fungi or the mushrooms fruiting. They're producing their spores in September. From your description, it sounds to me like the listener had the ink cap mushroom which has this pointed cap that goes dark black or brown in color it's it's not damaging to the plant so it's nothing to worry is about is it poisonous really. it's not poisonous pat but it's not i wouldn't it's not very edible either but it's so it's safe in the garden mm. it's not going to damage the plants either if you must get rid of it you can mix a little bit of sulfate of iron into water put it onto the mushroom area and that'll just get rid of them overnight one one fungi to look out for is the honey uh, honey fungus, which is, it gets its name from the colour of honey. So the mushroom is a brown colour with a flat cap. That can be damaging, certainly okay. in gardens. But the one you mentioned, the it should the, be okay. Uh, cap should no. be My daffodils are already coming through. Should I cover them in fleece to protect them from frost? Well, the weather is promised extremely mild right into next week, Pat. I mean, there's no sign of frosting. If anything, the temperatures are actually going to get warmer, so the daffodils are going to continue to grow. So nothing to worry about at the moment. And daffodils will only be damaged in really heavy frost. If it's minus six, minus seven, they can do some damage. But light frost is not going to damage them. I wouldn't worry about them. If we get a cold spell closer closer to Christmas, a little bit of leaf litter or garden compost or some grass clippings, chucked on the top of the daffodils will keep them protected. Uh, Can you recommend a nice winter potted plant to put on my late father's grave this Christmas? He did love his garden and gardening, so I love the idea of a white flower. That's from Annie. Well, you could put something that would be really, really hardy is a, a, a winter flowering heather called white perfection. Beautiful plant. It'll stay in flower irrespective of the weather. Even if we get some frost and snow, it'll continue to flower white perfection right up to April of next year. So that's a lovely little plant. You can also get a nice skimmia. There's a lovely white flower, a white burying skimmia at the moment, Pat, available in local garden centres. So again, it carries the beautiful white berries right through the winter into spring of next year. And maybe a final question. I missed the last cut of the season on my lawn, but the grass looks like it needs a trim. Is it a bad idea to cut grass at this time of year? I cut my own lawn patch uh, last weekend, last Saturday. So when the weather dries up, if you get a couple of pet days, a couple of dry days together, go out and top the lawn. And I will often cut my own lawn through the Christmas and early early New Year period, just keeping on top of it. But do it when the weather allows you. You need a couple of dry days before getting back on the lawn again. And do take the grass clippings off and put them on your compost heap. Another thing is that when you've got frost on your grass, don't walk on it. Don't walk on it. It'll destroy it. (laughs) Pori Corkin, thank you very much. Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See husqvarna.ie. 